0: This Columbus Community Hospital podcast on COVID-19 recorded on April 10th, 2020.
1: It's another edition of our podcast series, Columbus Community Hospital HealthCasts.
0: Lately, it's hard to turn on the television or open social media without hearing or reading something about the coronavirus or COVID-19. As the pandemic continues to impact the world, there's a lot of information out there about this new disease. So joining us now to help us separate some of the fact from fiction is Dr. Kurt Koppels, Clinical Director of the Hospitalist Program for Columbus Community Hospital. Dr. Copples, thank you so much for your time. Can we just start off having you give a brief explanation of COVID-19 and what it
1: is? Sure, Bill. Thanks for having me. So COVID-19 stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019. So it's a shortened version of that. And this is the disease process that is caused by this novel strain of coronavirus, uh, the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So the COVID-19 is the actual disease process itself.
0: And Dr. Koppels, as this virus continues to spread, misinformation is also spreading. So right now, let's transition into some true or false questions. Sure. All right. Is it true or false that once infected with COVID-19, it can take 2 to 14 days to show symptoms?
1: That unfortunately is true. So the incubation period for this uh, particular virus uh, primarily seems to range anywhere from 2 to 14 days. And uh, that means that it may be that long before you show any symptoms of this illness, if you show any symptoms at all. Uh, A large portion of patients will not have any symptoms. And another thing that makes this dangerous is you may still be contagious, whether you have symptoms or not, and whether you have yet to display any symptoms. So that, unfortunately, is true, which makes it all the more that important that people are practicing good hygiene habits, that they're maintaining their social distancing, and that they're really trying to isolate themselves as much as possible in order to try to slow down the spread of this illness.
0: Right. So you may be talking to a neighbor, and they may be experiencing no symptoms, but still they're shedding that virus off.
1: Correct. And, and that's how this can spread so easily, is you may be spreading it without even knowing it.
0: And that's why these preventative measures are so important, like proper hand hygiene. So our next true or false, hand sanitizer doesn't kill COVID-19 because it's an antibacterial, not an antiviral, true or false.
1: That appears to be false. So soap and water is still the preferred method of maintaining good hand hygiene. So washing your hands Thoroughly with soap and water for at least a minimum of 20 seconds. So, scrubbing hard, getting a good lather, maintaining a good wash for at least 20 seconds is preferred. But if that's not available, hand sanitizer that's at least 60% alcohol uh, would be another good option.
0: Okay, very good. All right, true or false, loss of smell or taste is a symptom of COVID 19?
1: So, this one's interesting. This appears to be potentially true. We're noticing more and more across the country that a lot of patients. Aren't necessarily experiencing just the classic symptoms of COVID. So, the most common symptoms being fevers, dry cough, shortness of breath, uh, and fatigue. But more and more patients are noticing a loss of smell, anosmia is what that's called, or a loss of taste, uh, dysgesia. So, these symptoms are out there. In some cases, these may be the only symptoms that a patient experiences. So, if you are noticing those symptoms, call your local provider right away and, and get some more information about how to move forward.
0: Right. So fever, dry cough, shortness of breath, those are the the big three, right, that we should be watching out for.
1: Correct. Those appear to be the most common symptoms. But again, there's such a wide spectrum to this illness that it's interesting that people are experiencing anywhere from no symptoms at all uh, to life-threatening symptoms. So uh, when in doubt, call your local provider. We ask that you don't go there in person. Uh, Go there uh, over the phone uh, and chat with them first, and they'll give you some guidance as far as how to move forward.
0: All right, Dr. Coppel's. our next true or false, a vaccine to cure COVID-19 is available.
1: Unfortunately, that is false. Uh, So as of now, there is no proven vaccine for this coronavirus disease. Currently, there are several vaccines in development. You hear on the news all the time, companies are are working very hard and and actually moving very quickly, trying to move this process along. But there's a well-documented, well-described process for how we make our vaccines, how we give trials to our vaccines, how we assess their efficacy. And so we are just at the beginning stages of that process right now. And it could be estimated anywhere from 12 to 18 months before we have an effective vaccine. So it goes back to the importance of social distancing, uh, maintaining good hygiene, um, limiting your social contacts and limiting contacts with other people hand-washing, all those important things that we've talked about.
0: Right. Absolutely makes sense. So true or false, because I hear some people say, friends of mine, family going, I'm healthy, we're healthy, we can get together, we don't have to social distance. So true or false, both healthy and sick people should practice social distancing.
1: That is absolutely true. Uh, This is something that everyone should practice. And as we had discussed before, part of what makes this illness so dangerous is you may not have any symptoms. You may feel just fine. Um, But in reality, you could be shedding this virus. You could be spreading this to other folks. And and even if you are healthy and you don't have any significant symptoms from this, unfortunately, the person that you come in contact with may not be so fortunate. And so every person falls on personal responsibility to maintain uh, your social distancing as much as possible and, and to practice good hygiene.
0: It absolutely makes sense. And we've got to get through this peak and flattening the curve phase and mm-hmm. then understand what the recommendations are as we try to reassimilate and get back to some semblance of a normal life. Correct. Probably not mm-hmm. until a vaccine is available. Is that right?
1: Probably so, or until there's some type of proven treatment. And so, their studies are underway, testing various types of treatment options. Uh, those are just in the infancy stages right now. So there's a lot of work left to be done. And so we truly are all in this together. Uh, this is this is something that's new for, for humans. And so we need to be in this together and we need to each take our own responsibility uh, to do our part.
0: That is right. OK, true or false, children are immune to COVID-19.
1: That is false, So uh, there have been plenty of cases, fortunately, described of children who have gotten quite ill and even passed away from this disease. Uh, It is a fact that it appears to be uh, less common in children, so children may have milder symptoms or or be less at risk to have severe symptoms, Um, but children, unfortunately, uh, can still have severe symptoms and it can become a life-threatening process for them.
0: Right. So children are not immune to COVID-19, parents. Remember that. They are not. Okay, Dr. Copples. Mm-hmm. true or false, you can boost your immune system and lower your risk of getting COVID-19 by eating sweet potatoes and taking certain vitamins and supplements.
1: That appears to be false. Uh, however, I will, I will say uh, the best way to protect yourself uh, through any illness really is to maintain a healthy lifestyle. So Uh, It is true that maintaining a healthy weight, maintaining a healthy diet, uh, maintaining healthy blood glucose levels, uh, being active, those are all good things to keep you in good health and do lower your chances of becoming ill. But there's been no proven supplements, vitamins, uh, specific diet plans, those kinds of things that have been shown uh, scientifically to reduce your risk or prevent you from getting this illness.
0: That's a great point. And there never seems to be a loss for people coming up with these wild ideas. I saw one the other day. People were saying you should do a nasal rinse with salt water
1: to cure COVID-19. <laughs> and in the age of the Internet, they, these, these things can yes, spread quickly. Yes, that is so.
0: right. And that's why you're here, Dr. Coppel's, to help separate fact from fiction. Okay, true or False the new coronavirus was deliberately created or released by people.
1: That is false. There is no evidence uh, that this was manufactured by man or in a lab, uh, that this is any type of bioweapon. Its origins are still being investigated, but it appears that this likely moved uh, from animal species into the human uh, species, and, and most likely from bats, it appears. That's being actively investigated as we speak, but there is no evidence that this was created by anyone uh, with any nefarious uh, purpose in mind, uh, that this appears to be a naturally occurring version of this virus.
0: Right. Uh, who's going to create a virus out of thin air? It just meh. All right. True or false. Ordering or buying products shipped from overseas will make a person sick.
1: That is also false, um, with the caveat that this this illness, this virus, can survive on certain surfaces. Some things, such as paper and cardboard, might be more like a day or so, maybe a bit longer. Things like stainless steel or plastics could be a little bit longer, three to five days. So there's different time periods that this virus can survive on different surfaces, uh, but there's been no evidence uh, to show that by ordering something from overseas and it coming in a box, uh, that you're at any danger or increased risk of contracting
0: this disease. Right, and if you do touch something, as you've been explaining to us, Dr. Copples, wash your hands. Correct. Don't touch your face. Correct. The easiest way to kill this virus is to <laughs> wash your hands. Yes. And yep. practice good hand hygiene. Absolutely. And Dr. Koppels, as we wrap up, are there any particular myths that you have heard that you would like to clear the air about?
1: <laughs> There's a lot. Like we said, in, in the age of the Internet, it seems... Each day there's something new, and so as each week comes by, I'm sure there'll be new ones. Some of the more interesting ones I've heard lately are, uh, you know, the 5G technology uh, connection. That As 5G becomes more prominent, uh, which is basically a way to get faster Internet and phone connections, that this is somehow correlated or puts you at risk for contracting this illness. Uh, There is no evidence whatsoever of that. Um, Another one I've seen is uh, drinking tonic water will prevent you from getting this illness, and and that's interesting. Tonic water developed as a way for sailors uh, to lower the risk of catching malaria, and it has a chemical called quinine in it, which is chemically similar uh, to hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine, which you hear about on the news. Mm Mm-hmm. Those medications themselves have not been shown uh, at this point, uh, definitively to help one way or another. That's being investigated, uh, and therefore quinine does not have any evidence to support that. and And the amount of that in tonic water is minuscule, and so the amounts of tonic water, in theory, if it even did help, that you'd have to drink would be, would be by the gallons. And so that would obviously not be not be advised. Uh, and another one that's important is, is weather. And this maybe isn't so much a rumor, but it's more of speculation. No one knows for sure exactly if warm weather and humidity, how this virus will respond to that. And so it'll be interesting as summer progresses here in the United States, will that help us to slow uh, this virus? Uh, as compared to some of its uh, closer cousins, uh, like the original SARS virus, those were affected somewhat by heat and by humidity, and so we're hopeful uh, that as the weather begins to warm and we start to have more humidity, that may help us in our fight against this illness. So those are three of the more common ones I've seen recently. I'm sure there'll be more, uh, but always check your sources, uh, You know, be in contact with your doctors. Um, do what you can, do your part to protect yourself and your family and those around you. Uh, and we will get through this together.
0: That we will. And the perfect way to wrap this up, Dr. Koppels, thank you so much for your time. This has really been informative. And thanks for sharing this great information. Thanks again.
1: Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Take care.
0: That's Dr. Kurt Copples. And for more information about the latest developments with COVID-19, please visit org. That's ColumbusHOSP.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Columbus Community Hospital HealthCasts from Columbus Community Hospital. I'm Bill Claproth. Thanks for listening.